0: Tantrum House Board Gaming Podcast is recorded live from Studio WKRD in Greenville, South Carolina. This podcast is brought to you by our friendly local game store, Boardwalk, purveyors of fine games. Bezier Games, the new classics. AEG, we make fun. The Game Steward, your second chance at Kickstarter games. And Game Toppers LLC, upgrading your gaming experience. Your hosts are here to help you sort through the cardboard commotion to help you find the diamonds in the rough. So buckle up, especially if you're driving right now, because you're about to arrive at the Tantrum High.
1: Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Today we got Will Meadows.
2: Sarah Meadows. Kevin Delp. Melissa Delp.
3: Ryan Pills. And Sidekick Larry.
1: In the
0: house.
3: Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year.
1: It's going to be like two weeks since the New Year started for you guys who are listening at home, but it's a brand new year for us, and it's a very exciting one. Probably. Hopefully. (laughs) We're excited about it. I think, yes, that's a great way of saying it. We've got some exciting stuff on this episode. We are going to be doing our annual predictions episode. Do we have a cool name for that? Where we predict things. Predictions 2023. Seems like a good time. We're going to be, uh, are we going to rehash some of last year's predictions? We have a couple that I remember from last year. It's good. We got Ryan or uh, Kevin the elephant. Elephants never forget.
4: Who never forgets?
1: Nobody? I forget. (laughs) Kevin's going to recap some of his favorite predictions from last year that obviously came true. And uh, then we're going to make some more. And we're going to talk about some of the games that we obviously played over the holidays. And, of course, we're going to be talking about Tantrum Con because it is coming up way too soon. (laughs) So let's start with some of the games that made it to the table over the holidays. Let's, uh, let's we'll throw it to Kevin and Melissa. Let you guys
4: did some Gatlinburg Mountain Cabin. That's in Thanksgiving, but we're we're starting we're doing Christmas now. I felt like you did it for Christmas too, but nope. you no, no, we just list? do Maryland and Pennsylvania for uh, Christmas. See family, yep. alrighty. But we did play a game that uh, we've never played before. <laughs> Good job. No, and we played an older game that we've never played before that you've played before. <gasps> well, oh. No, (laughs) I heard that's a good game though. It's
3: great. It's Monopoly.
4: Nope. This was this came out in twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. So
5: it's ancient.
4: It's ancient. The beginning of board gaming. Yep. (laughs) 2018. eighteen. It is a party game. Party game that I'm giving you a hint. Oh, is it
1: just one? It is just one. It helped that I saw it on my shelf. That came back to me.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So somehow we never had. Played it when We've it first came out. live on our Tantrum Con digital event.
4: How, like did you not play shift? this? But no, I wasn't Were a part of that. Sleep?
2: I don't think... That
5: was probably late, late night probably when was. the Delps had gone home to bed.
4: Right, before they wilted. So what would you guys think? You got to try it out? Yo, I've heard really good things about it and I've always wanted to play it, um, like War Chest. But uh, this one I actually got to the table and we pulled it out. I was like, oh, this seems pretty you know, easy to get to the table. It seems like a... Easy one for other people to learn. So we played it with our family, and they're like, "This is great!" And then we like kept playing it throughout the whole like yeah. Christmas vacation. And bring like whenever we had a new Christmas, people over for Christmas parties because we had like four or five different parties throughout the Christmas vacation. Party animals. Um, we always were bringing it out, and because it's easy to like, hey, all you need to do one is one second to explain. Yeah, yeah, play a play a or write out a word that's connected to this word, and so yes.
5: My my father had um trouble. Following the rules <laughs> with the words, <laughs> I think this was on purpose, not mm. for a lack of understanding. It was, everywhere from,
4: it was everywhere from him arranging the, the, the no, words in, in the right order <laughs> to even on the placard writing like I-V- I-V-Y on the far right hand side of the placard. And the so word, that it wouldn't be a matching word, but so, it would. So no, so that he, it's almost like what word goes before Ivy? Oh, okay. like
5: like almost sometimes writing a blank for like poison. To help you know where I know
4: it was, <laughs> <laughs> was kind of funny.
5: I, I think he drew a picture once. He did like, for Cupid. He, he drew a heart, a heart with, with an, an arrow. arrow, and we're like, <laughs> <laughs> no, nope.
1: nobody wrote that. <laughs> yeah, that it, into The count. emojis. So yeah, that's yeah, super funny. We've had some good times with that one for sure. I, it's a, a game that plays pretty well with. Like a medium number of players, like five players, but you can also play it up to I don't know what the max count is on that, but we've definitely like added additional pieces of plastic and played like twenty people games of
4: it.
5: And then you never have any clues. (laughs) Oh, oh, let's
4: do okay. So there was a clue that um, Charlie, Melissa's brother, guessed Guess the the correct answer, and he only had one word. That's impressive. So there was it was a five. One, two, three, four, yeah. So five different clues were given. but Two matched but, each other. But some of them matched each other. And we did tell him these two people matched and these two people matched. So he knew that there were two different <laughs> words that matched, but he didn't know what the words were. And all he had was the one word. Are you guys ready? See if anybody here at this podcast table can guess it. I'm ready. Give me the word. Are you ready? Seed. Seed. Nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of options. I could, are we all going to take one guess? Yeah. Mustard.
0: Larry! Ding, 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 ding. <laughs>
4: Way to go. Yep, because I think Melissa and I put ketchup. Is that right, Melissa? I put condiment. Okay.
5: You and Dad put ketchup. Yeah, I put
4: ketchup. I was going to put Kevin, but no one <laughs> at the table knew that right, clue. Right, the love of mustard. Yeah, the love of mustard. So anyway, that was that was a pretty good one. You're
2: telling me your family doesn't know about your love of mustard. The they family.
4: know a little bit about it, They don't know to the extent. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> of it. So They don't
2: see your fridge as
5: that's regularly right, no, as we that's do. That's true. <laughs> if it were Hannah guessing, she would have gotten it, right. but my brother Charlie's not quite as observant in that uh, way.
1: <laughs> but he still got it, is that what he said? He,
5: yes, he oh did yeah, get it.
1: That's fantastic. Good job. So, what about you all? So the big game that we got to play this year, we usually over Christmas break do like a big family game and we play it for as many hours as is necessary. And usually we introduce Liam to some brand new game that we haven't played. This year,
2: oh, actually, that's our Thanksgiving tradition. But this year we traveled.
1: We will. It's
4: sort of that on is Thanksgiving our Thanksgiving still. tradition. It's, it's
2: both. No, it's our Thanksgiving tradition. <laughs> but we were traveling for Thanksgiving, so we didn't play games, any big games like that. So our this year for Christmas, we decided to do our Thanksgiving tradition and bust down a big game that we don't normally have all day to play. And we played
3: Firefly,
2: all the expansions of Everdell at
3: the same time. It was crazy. It is.
1: It was.
4: Yeah. Yes. I've heard other people on Facebook have also done this. Yeah, I I posted it, and
1: then a bunch of other people (laughs) were like, "Yeah, we did that too." Uh, You get a lot of points, which is nice. So, like hundreds of (laughs) points at the end of the game, Um, and most of the things. I think we pulled out like a couple cards. I don't even actually specifically remember which ones they are. But we put all of the four boards together, which means it takes up, like the board itself takes up like a four and a half by four and a half foot square. So the whole center cool. of the table is gone. And then we're building our giant tableaus on the side. I think what we should do, I just realized this, is we should allow ourselves to play more cards into our tableau. Because you hit 15 cards pretty no, fast. No, we
2: didn't hit 15. I didn't have... I, I had, had 17. No, I had extra space. I didn't even fill my tableau. Well, I had cards. The thing is, I got to close to the last round and I realized I haven't actually put that many cards in my tableau because I'm doing things like the adventure track stuff from the Spirecrest expansion. And I was trying to get pearls and Will was trying to steal them the whole time with Mm -hmm. one of his cards. And um, the one board we didn't use much was the market board on the Belfair expansion. I don't feel like I, earliest I didn't go there. Right. Maybe you and like, Liam did.
1: Well, it was like, get the two good ones at the beginning of the game, and then, yeah, nobody really touched it after that. There's a lot to do. You have, uh, like, we play a three-player game, and so you have, you know, few meeples and a million options for where to send them when you play with all the boards. So... It's kind of nice, like you don't ever, it's a very resource-rich game when you play it that way, so you don't usually, like, I never felt like I was like, man, I can't ever get enough stone or whatever. I was able to get things because I could send people everywhere.
2: And it was okay playing, I didn't think it was going to be okay playing with Spirecrest because it limits you a lot, but it was okay to be limited in this game because there were so many places to get resources that it kind of balanced out having all those extra, especially the train station where you get bonus stuff.
1: Yep, Spirecrest usually makes it much tougher to achieve things in the game, but it was actually a good balance because there were so many options. So it was a lot of fun. We played through it uh, relatively quickly because we have played it before, so I think it only took us two hours max? Did we go over two hours? It was three and a half. It felt like such an enjoyable time. <laughs> I lost all track of an hour of my life. It was good. I very much hour enjoyed half. it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. It fit on the table barely, and we had a great time playing it all night long. So that was a fun one. We got all the deluxe components, all kinds of good stuff out. It was a great time. Ryan, what did you guys play?
0: Well, I, when Larry had his uh, newsletter questions for his Oh yes. newsletter, what are you hoping to play? He was asking people, What are you hoping to get for Christmas? And I said, Call to Adventure, Epic Origins. But I already knew I was getting it. Oh. Uh, what? Because uh, my daughters both uh, inspired me to buy gifts for myself from them that I, I, that I had them them. Inspired <laughs> you. I like it. So, I don't know. I, I was excited about Christmas opening of them. Though. Did you actually it's okay, play Ryan. It? I, I did. bought gifts for
2: Will that were really for me. <clears throat> yes. He enjoys the. Um, products that get he gets out of it, but it's really just for me.
0: So I think Gwen gave me uh, Epic Origins and Farron gave me the Stormlight Archive, Stormlight Archive versions of Call to Adventure, and they were both a lot of fun. I haven't read either of the expansion Uh, book series the name of the wind or stormlight archive so although they are still super fun i'm like what is going on
5: well (laughs) (laughs) i recommend stormlight i enjoy that series
0: um it is very very big oh yeah it it looked interesting i was my brother asked me about like so what is the setting and i'm telling him just the front and back they have a little uh setting primer yeah to get you started, so I'm telling him that, and he's like, "Oh, wow! So you've read this?" I'm like, "No, I just I read the front back. Like, <laughs> there's a lot there, um, but it was it was a lot of fun. They they kind of tone down. There's more objectives than the base call to adventure game, um, so you aren't earning as many points overall. And uh, both of them kind of hint that you should be playing them cooperatively. Um, because there's like a final adversary that you have to defeat after building your character with all your cards that you've drafted, but then but you were the, like forget all that. They're only semi cooperative, <laughs> so either everybody loses because you've you've failed against the adversary, or you win against the adversary, and then one person wins most of all because they have the most points. And I don't think Katie likes that. She's <laughs> like, no, we all won. I am like, yeah, but I won but because I had the most points. <laughs> so, but it it was a lot of fun. Uh, I enjoyed seeing how the game has kind of morphed a little bit and gotten a little bit better. Although I did think that the uh, little tableau pages that they give you, they were originally like a thin cardboard, and now they're like a thick cardstock instead. Mm-hmm. So I felt like that was cheaper. Mm-hmm. And then the experience points used to be these little plastic things that you could stack they they kind of inset inside themselves, uh, but now they're also cardboard. So I was like, uh, well, I mean, it's probably better for production, but I
1: like the old ones. <laughs> the classic thickness. Yeah. I noticed that about, well, not, not that, but on Everdell, you, uh, Larry, also got the the collect, what is it called? The plastic things that hold all your tokens, deluxe, whatever yeah. pieces. Have you played with them? I'm not smart enough to figure out which things go in which... Containers.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, we took them all out and had to put them all in. But there's yeah, like there's so many. There's things.
1: like a trough. There's like an acorn thing. I'm like, there's not enough resources to fill all these. Is one of these my own
0: personal stash? What am I supposed to do with all these? I played the whole game and I got extra containers. I don't know what to do. That's one of the things I liked about Wonderland's War, which although it was on my top ten, I haven't played for a few years. From this past year, uh, we did actually bust it out. The deluxe edition mm. has. Uh, it's very descriptive. Like, here's how you put everything away, and it's one of the. Uh, it's the first time I've seen one of the deep boxes. Mm. You no, know, it's like a double, a triple size a- calyx box. shelf it's size depth. Yeah, it's like the whole calyx uh, shelf that they have like deep grooves in the sides, so you can actually pull stuff out. Get your hands in there. Yeah. Mm. I, maybe other games are like that. I just, I personally don't encounter that very often, so okay. I was very thankful. I like that it showed me, oh, this is where these things are supposed to go. It's like the Christmas so,
1: chocolate box where, like, labels where they go, and then you're like, this yeah, one's toffee, bit. this yeah. one's orange cream. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Excellent. Larry, you so, getting games to the table this Christmas holiday?
3: This Christmas? Um, or, or any yeah. Christmas. <laughs> about last Christmas? <laughs> Thanksgiving? Uh, we played, what did we play? We played a little bit of Green Team Wins. Oh, yeah. I got my first perfect score. Oh, wow. What? It was only, like, five or six people, though, so. You were insane. insane. Um, But we played a lot of Fun Facts. That was pretty funny. Fun Facts (laughs) is a good time. Yeah, where you answer the random questions and then you got to put them in order. Um, We had a couple, like... uh, Of all the people at the table, how many people are you going to beat in 100? (laughs) Nice. That's the best question in the deck. It's so funny. (laughs) Did we already talk about that? Yes.
1: Yeah, for Thanksgiving, we literally had a family race because we were trying to prove (laughs) were we in the right order.
3: Yeah, we had that one. Then we had like how many shoes and everybody was like, oh, I have like eight, maybe 10, 14, 15. And then my sister was like, I think I have like 40, 40, maybe more than 40. That's an entire closet of just shoes.
5: I know. I'm probably close to that. Close to 40?
4: Melissa has 40 pairs of shoes. Easily. I feel like I need to start paying attention to It's not like she wear, wears all 40. It's just like she has them, just in case. But there's
5: about five that I wear regularly. <laughs> yeah,
4: pretty much.
3: Yeah, same with my sister. But she has a lot of sandals, so, you know. you
4: accumulate. Well, Melissa has, everywhere. like, you know, work shoes. And she has, like, the different, you know, multiple pairs of work shoes. Then she has multiple pairs of, like, boots. Then she has multiple pairs of, like... Lounge shoes. She has like. I do feel
1: for the ladies because like dudes need one pair of boots, period, Mm -hmm. ever. But girls' boots are like, there's like 30 different kinds of boots.
5: You need like your browns. You need your blacks. You you need the gray. The the high heel. The low
1: heel. (laughs) Maybe
5: like a burgundy
2: or something fun.
1: Burgundy boots. Did find some nice. Then you have
2: rain boots and then you got snow boots and then you've got. There's if no you have here. if you have like <laughs> suede leather, you can't wear those. If there's any moisture, there's so many choices.
4: Boots are hard. Fancy shoes. Yep. Melissa and I were able to play. Um, have you guys all played Takedo? It's like the game of the yes. path. Yeah. Okay, you played the duel. We played the new version standalone game oh. called Namiji. Oh.
0: Suro is the game of the path. Takedo oh, is sorry. A, like a.
4: Right, sorry. The pilgrimage. But it's still something. like a sort of a path. Yeah. But, like of on the, yeah. but, but yes, you're right. Oh, Tessoro is the path. So, but um but Takido, it's this is actually a sort of sort of sequel to Takaido. It actually says it like something on the box, like in the same universe, but we stole this idea from Takedo. So. <laughs> I think it's, 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 the it's the same designer. Same designer. <laughs> yeah, uh, stole it from myself. Yeah. But just like in Takaido, in Namiji, you are taking your character and moving them to a new spot. Whoever's in the furthest back spot is the it's whose turn it is, um, and you're you know getting cards and things like that. Um, one of the cool things in the in Namiji, like I think Takaido has it, you're sort of creating your own panorama. Does mm-hmm. that sound like yeah. one of the things you, you can do? Yeah, add cards to your. Um, it, it's this is very um, like. Uh, has like a water theme to it so some of the uh, panoramas are a dolphin an octopus a, a blue whale and you're trying to collect those different pieces of the art to put the art to put the whole art piece together so that's one of the main things um it's also some because of the water theme there's fishing involved and there's some randomization in different spots you can pull tokens um and you're collecting different colors of fish putting them in your own sort of Sort of set collection net, as I think is what you're doing. The other, there's another push your luck involved, and it's about getting shrimp, not crabs. Right, Melissa?
5: Yes, there's a bag full of tokens. Some of them are shrimp. Some of them are crabs. If you pull two crabs in the same, so you pull them one at a time. You can choose when to stop. But if you end up pulling two crabs, you lose everything. So you can, I think five is the max tokens that you can pull. So you, they're all worth a points. So you're like, oh, I have two I'll points. Do I keep going? <laughs> I think I only did that once. The the action where you pull. The
3: There's
4: definitely some other kinds of cards that you're getting, some power cards, some other some end game yeah. goal cards, and things like that. So I, it's enjoyable. I would say if you played Tokaido, this is probably a little bit. Easier. Namiji is a little easier of a game, a more, maybe not streamlined, may not be the right word, but it's a simpler uh, game than Takedo. I think Takedo has a little bit more going on than Namiji, but still enjoyable, has that same sort of art feel. That's what I was going
1: to ask. I yeah. really liked the look of mm-hmm. Takedo when it came out, with, like clean white, very yeah. simple icons. So it is similar to that? Uh, but yes. Blue, because it's water. No, yeah. I, I haven't seen it.
5: Yeah, similar looking. Now, it's been so long since I played Takedo, but pretty, yeah, I think. similar. Something interesting with Namiji is that net where you're trying to get like tokens. You're either trying to get the same color of fish or the same type of fish in a line. So there is a spatial aspect to when you're fishing, trying to put them in the right places because there's only certain spots you can put the fish that you collect in. And you're trying to do rows and columns of similar things.
1: Pretty slick. Do they? They don't like play together or anything, right? It's a totally separate game. That separate you, game. Yep. You can't. You can't combine them. Similar feels. Nope. Yep. It's cool. One other game that I had an opportunity to play over Christmas break wasn't actually a board game. Going back to Thanksgiving. Uh, Get
3: it then. Bah, are we going back to
4: Thanksgiving?
1: We are. My kids saved what's, up what's their money up all Thanksgiving, summer. I, I, summer. Thanksgiving is such a great holiday. <laughs> <laughs> my kids saved up all their money from working the summer, and they bought themselves an Oculus on Black Friday, okay. and so then. Up until Christmas we told him you don't need to buy any games, we'll probably get some for Christmas. So over Christmas we've had 1 million new games for the Oculus and it is a great time. Have you played the Oculus yet? Yeah, I played the Oculus. I introduced Ryan to it and who went and bought an Oculus the next day. <laughs> <laughs>
3: From of your daughter I think it
1: days? was that night.
3: That night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you get any good games over Christmas? What do, you, uh, what do you play these days, Ryan? I don't have a whole lot for it. I have Vader Immortal. Mm. I got a painting thing for Katie. No, oh, good. Is uh, it fun? I so thought she oh. was cooler with it. <laughs> <laughs> good plan. Yeah. So she, she enjoys that. Uh, Beat Saber. And then I, I think I have... There's some sort of um, tie-in with the uh, theme park S- Star Wars, like Galaxy of adventures Whoa, or I, don't, I, didn't I, don't see, I don't know that one i don't know i gotta try it out how I, you it do it, recommended what level are you playing on the beat saber uh oh i'll i'll try anything but i'm not succeeding what level, the are, you, or, right, what level <laughs> are you succeeding yeah, at? like normal i can do i enjoy normal like 90 degrees that is interesting oh all it's, of them are 90 degrees oh just straight oh, 90 degrees. yeah straight got. 90 yeah, degrees yeah. But, not 360. Sorry. Yeah, 360 is too much. Well, I don't have as much space as you do in your living room. It's true. And I also have kids that like to run around. And tackle your legs. Oh, and my kids, they've gotten into this habit. If I, I don't do it while they're up anymore... Because they're like, my turn, Dad. And then they hit right at their eye level, which is right at my waist level. <laughs> and it well, is very disconcerting is that- to not be seeing someone hitting you uh, like that.
1: We had to so. make rules in the house that whoever has the Oculus on is not responsible for swinging their arms. So if they have the Oculus, you got to watch where you're going. If you get hit in the face, by a swinging arm it's your own fault. Because yeah. they don't know what they're doing in there.
2: I will. I, have you beat... Any of the Expert Plus levels?
1: Are you asking me or Ryan? I am so close. <laughs> I can almost be one of them. Liam can legitimately beat them. I don't know how he does it. Expert Plus is so fast, your brain can't process it. I don't know how he does it. He's beating like two or three. I can, I can beat it like on the, if you slow down the music 30% or whatever. Even then, your arms are still moving so fast. It's crazy. I can't beat Expert Plus. That's cool. It's impressive for the people who can. What did you think of Vader Immortal?
0: uh it's it's pretty cool i'm looking forward to trying i only did episode 1 uh and i did find that i was trying to like fence like instead of broad saver. Mm-hmm. so i'm like trying to flick my wrist <laughs> and lunging I wish and, you guys could see yeah. this and then occasionally i'd be like oh yeah my wife's over there somewhere and, <laughs> and i'm reaching through the boundary I'm probably going to pop her in the face when I'm careful. <laughs> you,
1: get, you get into these games and it's like you lose track. It's crazy when you take the mask off and you're like three feet to the left facing the other direction and you're like, I don't know how I got over here. <laughs> I thought for sure I was still facing straight ahead. Vader, they're cool. They're very cinematic and like you watch a lot of cool things. You get to kind of explore and see this Star Wars world, which is cool. My next recommendation for you, Ryan, is Iron Man VR is the coolest game ever you literally feel like iron man <laughs> the mask comes down it like lights up the boop, 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 like the stuff's going on on the sides you fly in the game by holding the arm blasters down and aiming like behind you and stuff like that's you how find you fly. you're on the oh, roof
4: then cool. when you get your oculus off
1: <laughs> yes yes you do <laughs> and you like you're trying to shoot with one hand while holding blast with the other hand it's okay. great stuff it's a good time check that one out yeah. everybody
4: we're a few years behind. We, I got a Switch for Christmas. Hey, those are cool, too. <laughs> Nintendo Switch. I have Mario Kart. All oh, classic, classic. And Even the new versions The classic. Uh, and the Lego Star Wars, which has all nine. Oh, nine. All nine movies. And then uh, bought Mystic Veil, the board game. Oh.
1: Card, board on card, Switch? On Switch. Oh, that's cool.
4: Yeah. I'm waiting for some board games to come
2: out on Oculus. Can you imagine if Everdell was on Oculus as a game? Like, you know, walk through the world?
0: I'm pretty sure there are some board games. Right. There are board games, but I don't
1: think they're like worlds. It's just I like playing, just poker playing poker while you're in VR or whatever.
0: Oh, I have uh, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, which is something you can play with <laughs> that people that are not in virtual reality. So I played that with my nephews. They're 12 and 14. Did they and, let you explode? Uh, they exploded hard game. a lot. Yeah, it's a hard <laughs> game for adults. <laughs> they,
1: they seem to enjoy it. So. Yeah, it's a good time. All right, so what predictions hold on before does Kevin we, have
4: before we go to predictions okay because okay. we don't have a Kickstarter connection segment yep sorry um I wanted to let you all know that uh, I am working I have worked over Christmas on
1: <gasps> I, I need to, go to my laptop keep talking keep talking <laughs> and the no one dies
4: tantrum house rolling right whoa so, sort of Kickstarter related because it will be premiered or people can back it on our next Kickstarter campaign, which will be in the fall of 2023. But I will have to bring it to Tantrum House to Tantrum Con? No, oh, Tantrum Con too. So, but I want you guys to see it before I need some. Yeah. Reiterations yeah. Before so I, we-
1: I already—I don't know if you know this, because I didn't tell you—I already have a version like built on my computer. <laughs> designs coming together. Okay. I have no idea how to play it. I haven't actually tried to play it. Okay. But Kevin sent us a sketch over Christmas. He was like, okay. "If you guys want to play this, go for it." Pencil sketch, it was pretty rough. I couldn't actually read half of it. Right. And I was like, "This is literally eh. a phone picture." Right. I was like, "I got the gist." Here we go. I was, okay. So yeah, I, I would love to premiere it. Like okay. we need to play test it and then do. do more play testing at okay. TantraCon. So that's a
4: little hint. Tantrum House Roll and Write in the works. It's um, we have uh, two different versions. We can see which one's more thematic.
1: Okay, I like. Th- oh, I think that's what I'm working on. Cause... Okay,
4: and one's more um, mechanic, maybe.
1: Can the mechanic one just be pushed into a more thematic?
4: Possibly, I have thought about that. It's they're totally two different games, but they're. Both role and rights.
1: How, have you like, already played Texas did this with your family, with you guys? What's yeah. the Is, Melissa, is the which, mechanic one better?
4: Like, what's the... I think she likes the thematic one better. Oh.
5: Yeah. I mean, they're both just really beginning acorn ideas. So, so it's far, like, right. okay, so this is working, but how do we make it better or make the choices more interesting? I already have so many um, ideas. <laughs> so,
1: and I yeah. it. <laughs> I, I, th-
5: I think there's, for both ideas, there's a good nugget there. We just need to decide which we want to explore and build upon.
1: How long does it take to play? Oh, like 20, 30 minutes. All right. Well, we're just going to have to do it after this podcast. That's fine. Because I'm ready. Right. Yeah, we can do that. All right. So that's the show. Thank you guys so much for joining
4: us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Predictions. All right. So are you going to recap us? What's the plan yeah, for yeah. talking so, about last year's? Well, just real quick. Predictions from last year. Some of the highlights were um, we talked about. Sarah said someone's going to, is going to buy something. You specifically said distributor. Mm. I they probably did buy distributors. Hasmide <laughs> wasn't really in the news. I didn't hear too many. Unless it just uh, happened in. I mean, they're, they're, they're they are buying thing companies and games and things like that. But it's just not in the. It's not like Catan's or the Ticket to Ride's. My prediction was that they were going to purchase code names from. CG. I remember this <laughs> craziness. And uh, they did not, <laughs> Melissa.
5: Yeah, I think. Um... Flat River Group is the, mm-hmm. the new conglomerate that started mm. to we, get games. We didn't
4: really say, like, that wasn't any of our predictions, like a new sort of player. Entry in the. In the... And they've been around, but they were, someone said they had as big a presence as Asmodee at some of the conventions. So Gen Con they did, at least. I think
2: Asmodee didn't have much of a presence mm. at some
4: of the events.
1: Oh, maybe. I was going to say at Compared Essen, it was to like... what
2: years past.
1: I got gotcha. you. So to recap just a little, because we immediately jumped into this. Sorry. Usually, I mean, I did it. <laughs> Usually, uh, in our New Year's-ish uh, episode, we kind of make some predictions about things that are happening in the future year. Uh, we've done this, I don't know what podcast episode we're on, 100 and... 100 and, and, uh, and we've done this for the last couple of years, and it's always fun to be able to go back to last year's episode and listen, so go find that one, and you can listen to the predictions that we made last year, see what came true, what I'll didn't. play it for you right now. Oh, hold on. <laughs> i phone. ready to go. And uh, so we thought we'd do the same thing this year, uh, but it's always fun to revisit stuff that we predicted last year first, and then jump on with some new yeah. stuff. So what else did uh, we... Jonah
4: said that Everdell was going to be bought oh. out. Oh, bought out. From somebody. Mm. So that was not the case. It was
1: a good attempt at a prediction. Mm-hmm. I didn't anticipate that they were... Did we know they were doing the giant collection at that point? I don't know. I mean, know. I think that was...
4: Maybe that might have been new. Oh. So... And now they got Lil' Everdell? Yeah, Lil' Everdell. Is coming.
5: Yeah, I think uh, one of the predictions, which is maybe a safe prediction, was that there would be lots of reprints of oh, so classic. new editions. Well, we knew about yeah. oh, we did know about one at that point. The uh, Libertalia we had advanced knowledge mm-hmm. oh. So,
4: everyone was making predictions. Will, you're like, or Ryan's like, reprint. And then Will's like, from a company that's not Restoration Games.
0: <laughs> Brilliant.
4: Right. So, yeah. So, uh, Libertalia, Winds of Galecrest. Hint. Or a uh, little heads up, though. We are ha- having a tournament meal uh-huh. of Libertalia, Winds of Galecrest at Tantrum Con 2023. You can get your tickets now at TantrumCon.com.
1: Where was that on your list, Ryan? Number Hmm. or
0: I'm not sure. (laughs) Oh, oh, Wednesday, Chris was in your top 10, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah,
4: it was. I remember
0: it. It moved around some, so I'm not sure where it ended up. I feel like it was earlier in your list. It might've been.
1: I don't remember. I knew I I pulled the B-roll video for it. (laughs)
0: Um, one of the other,
4: uh, predictions from last year that we, talk, we talked about conventions. And I'm sure we'll talk mm-hmm. about conventions in our new predictions, yeah. but some of the things were like masks, not masks, all that kind of thing. Uh, I believe most of the conventions still had masks, mm-hmm. uh, as a, the bigger ones at least. Um, and uh, Jonah said, I think Jonah was saying that there would be a lot of like toy, more at Essen specifically, more toys than just games or a combination of toys and games. What did you guys see when you were at Essen?
3: Um,
1: I wouldn't say like overwhelmingly, but I do feel like a lot of the booths were m- more fun.
4: Okay. This year. Com- compared to like previous years or just compared to last year?
1: Um, well, like, I guess what I mean is specifically like there were a couple of booths. I think like Hatchet Games, especially they had several of their game pieces. Like it wasn't it wasn't like a play of the jumbo size version of the game, mm-hmm. but it was like we did jumbo size this one piece. So one of them had like a giant dice tower slide thing, oh, that's cool. and it just looked cool. And, and it was in the game. It. Yeah, kids could literally slide down that's it. Cool. And uh, with same dice. with Haba, they had like big versions of their toy pieces and stuff. So it wasn't necessarily more toyetic was that the word for it Mm -hmm. but people were like capitalizing on those pieces i guess i don't know i don't know
4: speaking of kids blue orange is most likely a sponsor for the kids room are they yeah i just got an email so tantrum con so bring your kids bring your family it's a family convention
1: oh it is and on top of it being like family friendly it's like next level chantel is making the kids room like I'm kind of jealous. It's going to be more fun in the kids' room. Than the,
4: in the adult room, <laughs> With
1: all the programming and events and <laughs> learning stations and
4: yeah. free packets of developer stuff uh, than it is in the adult room. So the other prediction, I said that Stranger Things uh, would have... There would be a board game based off of Stranger Things. I specifically said strategy game. Now, mm, and, but I was but. sort of like... I said it not like Monopoly. Like because there's there was already like Monopoly. The the yeah, there's already so the only one that really came out that was semi like I'm giving myself a half point for this because they did the Stranger Things Mind Flayer, which was a social deduction yeah. um Stranger Things. So it's technically it was It went
1: beyond the roll and move um, it's
4: very simple, but it was a, it was a unique game that someone right, made. Right. It wasn't just a rip off of another game. Right. So, oh, cool. So I gave Good myself prediction. a half point. For yeah, that one. that's like a three quarter point. <laughs> three quarter
1: point. Was that the only? I feel like there might have been the Monopoly version of Stranger Things too. Like, it was already was it? out at that point. Oh, okay, yeah. Gotcha. So. And now we're in the final season. Is it, is it over? We got one more season. Yeah,
4: there's one more season one of Stranger more. Things coming out in probably 2030.
1: So there could still
0: be a strategy
3: <laughs> version. We running down that hill. Oh, oh, instead wow. of up there. <laughs> that was good
0: that was good wow
1: (laughs) all right larry you gotta start us off after that comment what predictions predictions. for 2023 board game and board game adjacent hobby general fields pitch pitches a a softball what do you got what are you thinking
3: a softball i mean give us an idea i feel like there's gonna be another big collection i haven't thought about what specific game is going to be yet
4: you mean like an everdell collection yeah. sort of thing oh what game yeah. that is but yeah. something like the complete
3: everdell. yeah like a complete edition collection type what about thing
4: size oh that could be okay because there's been a bunch of different box. i guess has he had a big box scythe i forget now i don't know that would be a, that would so. be a whole like <sighs> that would be that would like be a 300
1: a really... 300 game we saw the castle Madden king Ludwig.
4: The collector's they, what, Edition, yeah. That is
1: what that's mm-hmm. called, the Collector's mm-hmm. Edition. Uh, so, yeah, I like that idea. Some kind of huge thing that involves all the expansions, mm-hmm. that has the deluxe components. I can see that for sure, for sure.
3: What about one of those DICE games? <laughs> the DICE theme park, the DICE hospital, the DICE... Are they all DICE the same hospital people? deluxe.
1: They got like three or four expansions now, could be.
2: This isn't necessarily expansions, but I wonder if somebody like Garfield Games would do a bigger collection box of like the North Sea Trilogy or the
4: West Kingdom series.
3: Good idea, Renegade. Get on it.
2: Yeah.
4: Hmm. I I think Larry and Amy's prediction video will just be amazing
3: yeah that's my prediction from that prediction
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: is
1: it in the works can we expect it soon what are we, what are we talking i think about? they
3: have a few weeks a few i weeks. predict it's gonna
0: come sometime in 2023 <laughs> <laughs> i want to see you do predictions and amy just predict cookies that she's gonna bake <laughs> or just predict- she would predict all of them well, and then
3: she would make none of them.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: the worst predictions. Right. She she should share history facts. Like, you should share predictions. She'd be like, did you know in 1921? That's hilarious. Uh, one of my predictions for this year, I don't know if it's happening this year, but I feel like it's got to be coming soon, is we are going to hit, like, mainstream television level again. So we had, like, Will Wheaton's show, which everybody in the industry seemed to love, and it. how long did it run? Two seasons? Was it was longer than that?
3: I think it was longer. It was, yeah, I thought it was three or four.
1: I feel like there's got to be another mainstream series coming, whether it's just like a Netflix thing that has, you know, six or eight episodes or whether it's like on the Game Show Network. I feel like it's got to be coming.
2: I mean, it could be something similar to like the Queen's Gambit show where it like is a revival of a game instead of just chess.
0: That
1: can be a totally different prediction that's also similar. <laughs>
0: well,
1: I was thinking the same
2: thing. Like, not necessarily a Will Wheaton type show where there's lots and lots of episodes that are different games, but like a show based on one game
3: War Chest, the series. <laughs> so, live action.
5: So, this, this is kind of adjacent, but has anyone seen The Glass Onion yet?
3: I have.
1: Yes. Yeah, Code names
5: is mentioned.
1: I saw, in I heard that. Yeah, oh. was, that was pretty cool stuff. I was like, "Whoa, we're in there!" So, got a shout out.
5: So predictions that will have more hobby games than just like Catan making it into mainstream media. Definitely, and, shows. and I've
1: actually seen more of that in general. Like I don't know what other show I was watching. There's
4: shows, but this is a movie. Right, Class time was like a movie. That's true. Yeah, so maybe not movies.
1: I've definitely seen like games on shelves pop up mm-hmm. in the background and things like that. So yeah, that'd be interesting. But I think it's gonna be well. Did you guys see the previews? I don't know what the movie's called, but there's like a new movie based on Dungeons and Dragons. I
4: actually have a prediction about that. Oh yeah, right. well, let's hear that. The new ZD movie Honor Among Thieves. Yes, that's, that's called. What it's called. My prediction is that the worldwide gross. Like how much is going to oh, make? Yeah? My prediction is over five hundred million dollars. Oh, that's my prediction.
1: What's your Rotten Tomatoes score guess?
4: Ninety-two uh, percent. Whoa! What about I'm for guessing. I, no, no, no. I'm
2: guessing <laughs> the Rotten Tomatoes score is really low, and the fan score is
4: crazy high. That's what, I'm going to say they're both high. That's my prediction. Both high.
1: Yeah. Mm. Uh, it, my part of my prediction comes from that the existence of that so i think as movies hit mainstream stuff more Mm -hmm. people will be interested in that and so i think the show could easily be like a role play game show maybe it's not like code names the series you know whatever like Mm -hmm. it could be a role play game that people watch people play a role play games live or something but i think we're going to be you're going to see us on i'm just going to netflix specific you're going to see us on netflix okay
4: what board game mechanic will be hot in 2023 So we've had the Roland rights sort of had their had a had a good showing. I would definitely say Roland rights are still popular, but I don't think they have had their heyday. They're not in their heyday still. I think they're sort of dying out. And we've had solo games be pretty popular. I don't
2: know. We just had Twilight
4: Inscription. Right, right. I'm just saying there was. It seems like there's not as many that are. For a while, it was like every week there was a new (laughs) Roland. It seemed like it. Um, I. It's so more I, of different
3: games, I think, like flipping rights or okay. right. That's all on that. I of. think
1: bag building
2: is going to become more popular. Okay, bag building. Okay, mm-hmm. there's a few games that have so it, and have to get everybody our crochet, loves them.
4: Are crocheting kits out? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. I
2: think bag building that has to bag building slash dice manipulation. I think
4: that's going to be okay. the two. I mean, woodcraft is pretty good with dice manipulation. You guys need to play that.
3: I agree with that. Play you, it a couple times. Your first time will be terrible, but try. <laughs>
1: keep on trying. Okay, get better. Okay. Uh, you mentioned earlier Mystic Vale. I think we're going to see more card building games where okay. people are stacking cards and finding new ways to layer up existing stuff and make them more powerful and cool.
2: I think there is going to be a couple of big IPs this year.
4: Okay. Can you get what I uh, which, which which IP there?
2: Um, I I think there is going to be some mainstream. IPs that haven't been in the industry that that are new.
4: We don't have a Cobra Kai game yet.
1: Oh, I'd be all over that right (laughs) now.
4: (laughs) Now, the new Wednesday show, someone was saying that it's had more viewable hours in Stranger Things, like the first season or something like that. Whoa, interesting. um, Adam's Family could easily be a game theme. There probably already is, but not the the one that we It would be the
1: TV version, Right, right.
4: So um, Wednesday is like a mystery sort of show. I mean, they put that in, that's sort of the genre. I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but it's definitely in the more mystery.
1: We haven't watched that one yet. We did watch Glass In, which was good mystery. Okay. I enjoyed it. My favorite part, spoiler a little bit. No, I better not. Oh, it was yeah, in the middle. My was my favorite part. Okay,
4: <laughs> When the car blows up.
1: <laughs> no, it was like when he... Oh. I'm not going to spoil too much, but just the dinner scene where they're about to start oh, oh, the murder thing. That part. I was like, this is so great. This is exactly what <laughs> should happen That was really funny, actually. Yeah. I agree.
5: Was oh. Brilliant. <laughs> Ryan has his ears closed.
0: <laughs> oh, for Ryan. Just get
4: ready for the middle. You'll be like, oh, it is great. Okay, we're done, Ryan. <laughs> okay. Are you going to watch Glassman? I
0: am. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to watch that's Wednesday? Talk- Did you watch Wednesday? I haven't seen okay, Wednesday. Okay,
4: that's a good one, too. But, okay, so we talked about IPs. So there's... There's been some hot... What, have there been any other big IPs? Disney Plus, Netflix that have been...
2: Well, we had an Assassin's Creed game this year, and I think there's just going to be some more like that.
5: Um, I hear that Sherlock Holmes is going into public domain, so there's probably going to be a ton more of stuff Ooh. with Holmes.
1: I'm okay
4: with that. Interesting. I totally thought it already was. Is it not? I think it went like out and then someone bought the rights to it or something. Hmm. I don't know how don't that all works, me. but... Because, you know, you definitely have the companies that have done stuff like right. space Cowboys has done the consulting detective. That's definitely said Sherlock Holmes. In it, right. So did you
1: guys, you guys did watch Enola Holmes. Oh yeah. I felt like there was at least two scenes in that show where I was like, are they showing us a board game? You know how they do like the little motion graphic overlays and stuff. I was like, okay. I've seen the same map, which is probably just a, tr- a traditional London map or whatever. Okay. But I was like, I feel like I've played the same map <laughs> oh, <that's funny. laughs> in one of the that's consulting funny. games or something. What is happening?
3: I'm down for more video game IPs. Okay. That would be great
0: any specific ones that you enjoy
1: there are a bunch out there like I'm surprised by how many video I, games I feel are like in. the
0: video game IPs are easier to make board games of beat saber they don't do as
1: well. <laughs> beat saber video game would be great actually a board game yeah. dexterity <laughs> throw, we're gonna throw pieces at will Flicking, and we're gonna see if you if he can do. split them in half <laughs> it would be great. It would be so
4: fun. All right, I have another prediction about crowdfunding. Okay. So over the years, um, Kickstarter has sort of been the big dog. And then we have GameFound and Backerkit. There's definitely been some other ones. I think in 2023, I think Kickstarter will still have the biggest campaigns. I think GameFound will continue to rise in popularity. I think these. there's been some other ones like Backerkit, and there's been a couple more I can't think of. I think they're going to be sort of a in flash the, go, in the plans go. i think gamefound oh, okay. will stick around um kickstarter i think will stick around i think my my prediction though along in this crowdfunding sort of arena is no campaign will go over 7 million dollars in the board game sort of arena what's the record currently uh 13 13 million 13, 13 million, million. Yeah, 13, million. Frost, 13 million Frosty. Event. nothing's going over 7 this in 2023 year. nothing's going to go over 7 million What's your prediction? I disagree. Okay. What do you say? Nothing over what?
2: I say there'll be one that hits nine. Nine million for Sarah. Will?
1: Let's go big. Eleven. Eleven million? Larry?
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, it can't be that big. It can't. Uh, Maybe
0: eight. Okay. Unless there's a secret
1: haven we haven't heard about yet. Ryan?
0: Yeah, I think eight is probably the max it's going to do. Just because everybody is still recovering From supply issues. Mm -hmm. Melissa, what's yours?
5: Well, I feel like all the numbers have been taken. But I I will say (laughs) I think crowdfunding. Uh, I don't think I'll go lower than seven. But I do think crowdfunding in general is... Except for maybe like a few really, really big things in general, I think it's going to cool down and people are going to be a little bit more wary of jumping into the Kickstarters because of the supply issues and the shipping costs and just the amount of time it takes to get them. I think a lot of people are cooling to crowdfunding.
4: I agree with Melissa. The reason that I say $7 million, a couple of reasons. I mean, there could be a huge campaign that just blows out. Of the- I think there's a lot of companies that have had like the Frosthavens. They're still trying to fulfill in 2023. A lot of these companies, even even a Seaman, they have a lot of these Kickstarters already out. So a lot of people won't back the campaign, I think this recession that's sort of in the wings. There's a lot of reasons that I have that's going to be... That's why it's lower in my mind. I,
2: I think there's a lot of outstanding campaigns that are really big. Right. And, and I, think, I, think, I think that burned a lot of people.
4: I agree with Sarah. Yep.
2: Even though like... Even
4: though she said 10 million.
2: I think there's a potential <laughs> for uh, something to come out this year that's like that. Okay. Um, well, the... I see a lot of hatred online mm. for crowdfunding right and i don't think people understand all the, the behind the scenes yeah the behind the scenes of a company with 20 employees yep. trying to or two. <laughs> or two employees yeah trying to produce an entire game that takes years and they're trying to do it in yep. just a few months yep, yep. and then the shipping and yep. manufacturing and everything and sometimes you are kind of at the mercy of the yeah. Um,
4: manufacturer well, we got an advanced, timeline. advanced copy of frost haven has you you're still waiting on your frost haven larry
3: yeah we haven't gotten it yeah i haven't even gotten my uh delivery notification,
4: notification. Yeah, good nothing. thing you have a copy
3: i know right larry's we're, by the way we're getting ready to start well we have started it um your the video campaign. script huh your script my script oh well we're working on it we're working <laughs> on it. um no we started play, playing it finally Okay. um spoiler i started we randomly selected Uh-oh. some of the things okay Amy came up with uh the uh what do they call the death walkers i think it's called okay basically she summons shadows and things it's a kind of a lighter um attacky character mm-hmm. not too much health basically and i had the blink blade another character that just kind of like runs around and attacks okay so you guys Um, died a lot (laughs) yeah (laughs) so we were in the second you need a tank man we we were in the second uh scenario scenario. and amy died like within like two turns literally she just died We got one shot and so we're like we're just gonna restart it (laughs) and we didn't even go and (laughs) the next one i died immediately (laughs) we're like I think we're going to have to make our team a little more balanced (laughs) and I'm going to switch to the Drifter so we can have a little more tankiness Mm -hmm. since we're only, technically we're like in the first scenario. I mean, the first scenario is like a practice, like kind of like get you into the game. Right, if you die in the first one. So we're in the the second one, which is like the first real scenario and we were dying and I was like, we're just going to do it. But we've been filming some clips. We'll we'll have like a vi- um, mm. a YouTube video of it and we'll probably start posting some of our journey through Frosthaven on our reels or story on Instagram. TikToks, cool. Yeah, on Instagram, Facebook, some of the short things that we're going through.
4: Now, it'll be a time. First sort of first thoughts, you played Gloomhaven and Frosthaven? Do you have a favorite yet or Are you still sort of too early to know?
3: Um, it is a little early. Um, they're f- pretty similar right so like the scenario based um things are pretty much the same um they do add a little bit different things the biggest thing is the loot is different so you don't just loot money you can loot items mm-hmm. um and then in between your scenarios you go back to your outpost. Which is an actual city that you go and you play in the city, or not play, but you can take actions in the city, right? Which is different to build up your city. So your loot, you get like wood or you get metal, I thought that was and cool. you need to use those resources to actually build buildings or build a wall. And then when you do like your outposts um, cards, you get attacked or something, and so you actually do things in the city. So it's a lot more in between. The scenarios are pretty similar, but. Yeah, the in-between part is super fun.
4: That sounds cool. I have another prediction. Okay. It has to do with the ladies versus the guys top 10 of 2023. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say... Is the tradition
1: continuing? Well, Did we yeah. flip? What's happening? Right.
4: Yeah, I guess that is a no, question. No, no.
1: Sorry, I just meant the, the new trajectory or whatever. What do we... Give oh, us yeah. Pra- so give in the prediction. past,
4: the guys video usually does very, very well. The girls does well as well. Well, as well. But um, usually the guys video wins by far there's no like no contest more views more more likes more comments more everything this year the girls have blown the guy video out of the water Yeah. yeah congratulations to the girls so the prediction for 2023 if we if we do a gr- girls video and a guys video, I'm gonna say the guys win. They pull it back. Pull it back. Some will do something. Will do something. <laughs> something to pull it back. The, the magic animated thumbnail. We didn't have any like cool there. like sides this year. You know, we had the <laughs> the pitch meetings in the past. We had the what if you think that, that you was it. Did. Is that what did it? I don't know. There were some pretty good ones in the past.
1: You we st- did have some fun for sure. Yeah, yeah. That'd be interesting. it would be interesting to see if we. I I can't. I have no idea why the guys did better in the past anyway. Uh-huh. I feel like it's got to be algorithm-y stuff half the time, but I well, was curious. I think there's
2: to- more guys consuming content.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, doesn't mean that they would want to watch all the fine ladies doing the videos. <laughs>
2: no, they don't care about our opinions. <laughs> and I'm just going to say that flat out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what the difference has been in the past or why it flipped this year, but it's always interesting to see and to, uh, yeah. Now, this year the
4: predict. girls came out first. They did, but the guys have done, it's been back and forth other yeah. years.
0: Because uh, I think last year the guys came out first. We mm-hmm. did. But yeah. 2020, is I think that the, the girls the went first. So I think that was that's part of it. It is. could be.
5: Well, this year there was only two or three days between the two videos and one of the years there was a full week between them. Mm -hmm. So it's not like we had a whole lot of extra time time before you guys.
1: Yeah, and I think like in one year we I felt like we pretty highly promoted the idea of like go watch the ladies video next and mm-hmm. there's is coming out next week and I for didn't sure. feel like either one of us really did that this time so it didn't really push a whole bunch of traffic. back I thought and forth. we
4: pushed the girls video.
1: We did. We mentioned it. I think at the beginning. Did we even mention it at the end? I can't remember these things.
5: Um, it was maybe an afterthought after Kevin reminded us. For well, the girls <laughs> <laughs> the video, but,
4: video. But the guys video. I thought we did the beginning and end for the girls. We video. might have. Yeah. Because actually, I do remember because we were supposed to have our video out first. Right. But we I didn't. Even, I don't even remember what happened. <laughs> I know what um, happened. The but other I'm not thing they did on the podcast. Oh,
1: thank you. <laughs> the other thing that I don't remember <laughs> is: did we link? Like sometimes you do the video pop up at the end. I did both. I put the girls the, to on to each on the guys
4: and the guys and the girls. Yeah. Seems I don't know. Yeah, the ladies so, just had it this maybe, year.
3: Maybe it's the mentioning before at the beginning of the video. Since there could theoretically be theoretically retention yeah. drops. I, I actually mm. I think
4: I think, there, I think there's a couple. My my personal opinion is I think. There was a couple people. Some of our fans really pushed the girls' video out on social media, so I know they were like on Facebook, like talking about it and sharing it with a lot of groups. Where That's they, did, cool. we, which are the guys' video, didn't get as many shares out on social media, so there was not a lot of there. buzz out there, which I think actually did help YouTube maybe push our push the girls' video a little bit more. That yeah, just a, could be a possibility. Yeah, interesting. I don't really know.
1: Right, and I wonder if that happened in the past, too. The video that comes out first gets all the love from publishers and designers and whatever, yeah. and then the second one is the...
4: Maybe we seem to give away better things.
1: Or we need to launch them both <laughs> on the exact same day, Ugh, exact same I don't same know about time. that. We'll just edit all night long for three days. Uh, okay, I got one more prediction for you. Ooh. Uh, this is kind of, this is a, a tough one, but I think it might be true. I predict that a major channel will retire this year. Oh, like a board game YouTube channel? Yeah. It's kind of an easy thing because everybody's kind of done a little bit of that in the past. Mm -hmm. Anyway, (laughs) uh, podcasts, you know, have a good run and then they kind of quit. Yeah, I guess it was
3: 2021
1: where
4: like Brawling Brothers and Dice Tower both quit. Right. Quit podcasting. And there's
1: been other channels where like they were really active on YouTube for years and years and then all of a sudden disappeared. mm -hmm. So I think it's probably just a natural thing. But I feel like this is probably the year where somebody says, you know, we've been doing it long enough. I think we're done. And they just disappear, but I think it's gonna be like a top ten player, like somebody who's okay. well known and okay. you know, I don't think Rodney's like retiring this year, but I think there's somebody out there that we've okay. all heard of okay. that we won't know next year.
4: All right. You heard it here first. Are you hinting at us, Will?
1: I see you guys. It's been a good round.
5: Uh oh, we're getting kicked out of the house.
1: <laughs> That's right. I need my living room back. Uh, well any other hot predictions, hot takes. Is there have any you got any soapbox action? What are, I feel like we need one of those. What uh what gets you Angry. <laughs> 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 Let's talk about. Oh,
2: I know exactly what that is. is
1: it, Let's talk about no, the I mean paint. Besides interior design, what
3: else you got?
2: No. Shipping complaints.
3: Oh, oh. shipping complaints. Yeah, give it to us.
2: Not, not like people complaining to me about shipping problems. That's fine. When, if there's an actual issue with your order. But people complaining on social media when the company has already fixed the problem. Oh. oh or, or things that are out of the publisher's hands. Sometimes it doesn't matter how well you package a box. You can have it inside of three other boxes with padding. I've had packages get run over by vehicles. You can't do anything
1: about it. Yes, that was me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It was Will. (laughs) Uh, And then I don't don't think it helps anybody to complain on social media. I think it's just something that people should stop doing. That's my soapbox for today.
1: I like it. That was legit. Good. All right. And then before we wrap up this episode, Ryan, do you have a Ryan's review?
0: Sure. Let's do it. Major Brown twenty two says a must for Kickstarter nuts. If you love board games and more importantly love kickstarting board games, House Board Gaming Podcast is a must listen. Kickstarter Connection has been the source for upcoming campaigns for some time, and now you can listen to the g- gang run down why you should be excited for them. Best thirty minutes you'll spend each week. If I've already read this review. Well, you, you heard it here second.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was a good 30 minutes. Are we at the 45 minute, 52 hour mark? Uh, if you guys want an opportunity to have your review read on the show, then be sure to review us on your favorite. Uh, podcasting platform we'd love to hear from you we love your comments as well so if you've got suggestions for new things that we should be trying out in 2023 uh, we'd love to hear them be sure to tune in for all the fun stuff we got going on at the channel we probably just published our saturday morning board game show you can go find it on youtube first saturday of every month and then uh, check us out on youtube on thursday nights as well because we're usually doing some kind of live playthrough and we'd love to hang out with you we didn't actually talk about tantrum con nearly enough this episode but i feel like we're wrapping it up so go check out tantrumcon.com to learn more about our event coming up february 14th through 17th. 24th through the 26th those dates because we'd love to see you and hang out in person it's going to be great i hope you have a fantastic and happy new year
0: bye hey, yo <laughs> <laughs> that was the wrong sound <laughs> should we do the bye when we're back? hey no we're just hey yo here. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.
3: <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Tantrum House board game podcast. If you liked any part of this at all, find and follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TantrumHouse.com. Like us, share us, email us, call us, or send us a postcard to Tantrum House, three zero six Barry Drive. That's B-A-R-R-Y. Greer, South Carolina. Two, nine, six, five, zero.
0: I think Asmodee is going to streamline, divest itself of one of its children and sell off some of its properties. That was my prediction. Never got to it. So, bonus content. Bye. Bye.